Hello, you beautiful, amazing women. Welcome to the Live Treasured Podcast. You know something? Loss is not the end of your story. And God has filled the book of Ruth with amazing, timeless biblical truths, not only to help our hearts heal after loss, but also to experience His over-the-top, wonderful restoration from everything the enemy has taken. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you an audio teaching message from Naomi's next chapter, which is a Treasure Tribe Bible study on the book of Ruth. And hey, if you're interested in accessing all Treasure Tribe Bible studies like Naomi's next chapter and other amazing benefits, including access to our private social media platform for our Just for Women online Christian community, I want you to go visit www.treasuredtribe.com and sign up for membership. And you know something? Best of all, when you sign up for membership, not only do you get access to everything that you need to dive in and study the Word of God, you get a supportive community to cheer you on and... You support Treasured Ministries because 100% of the revenue goes right back into supporting everything that we do, including this podcast. Visit treasuredtribe.com, sign up for membership, and get ready to thrive with daily truth and a tribe by your side. And now, on to today's show. Let's do this. Today is week three, and I come today to bring you a word of inspiration and encouragement. In order for us to move forward, we will need to take steps of faith. And the one thing that I found after my season of severe loss is that my confidence was eroded to the point where, and maybe some of you can identify with this, that I had trouble making decisions, even about the littlest things. I would call friends all the time. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? I I was um, uh, paralyzed, really, to move forward. I consistently was asking God to show me, should I do treasured ministries or not? And so I had one foot in the door and one out the door, and I lived very cautiously. And I lived so cautiously and carefully because the loss that I experienced was nothing that I had planned on. It was certainly something that I didn't choose, and it was completely out of my control. And when it happened, it sent such a shock into my soul. I said, I never 
want to experience that again. And so I'm just going to live really carefully and cautiously. And it's much like this. When we live that way, we can't really follow the freedom of the Holy Spirit and make no mistake about it. That when your Redeemer comes to you, that He will console you and there will be a season of mourning. And then the Bible says that there will be a time to dance. And I wonder today if I'm talking to anybody and you've been through a difficult time and you feel unstable and you feel like sometimes you just doubt every decision and today is the day Perhaps it is that God is going to call you to stand up and to take steps of faith. There is a time to mourn, and then there is a time to dance. And oftentimes, what will rob us of moving forward is what I call the security of seeing, that I want to see it's all going to work out before I'll believe and take the next step. I want to be in control of the outcome. I want it to work a certain way. But how many of you know that following the Lord is a grand adventure where our plans never work out according to the way that we design. But if we'll open up our hearts and our hands and move one day at a time, one step at a time, and if we'll release the Lord from every single standard that we've created and take those standards up off of ourselves about where we should be and just surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit by seeking the Lord through His Word one day at a time, one step at a time, we'll see that God will bring about a beautiful harvest inside of our lives. But we have to be ready to surrender the security of seeing for the confidence that can come through believing and seeking. So I want to talk to you today about trading your security of being able to see, to walk by faith and experience something that I call Godfidence, okay? All right, so um, to illustrate my point to you today, I want to talk about uh, first that wanting the security of seeing is a completely natural human reaction because there's something about being able to see something that allows us this sense of security. But in God's kingdom, and as you move forward in faith, not everything will be planned out for us. I love the story of how God delivered the Israelites. Uh, and, and when he delizer, delivered the Israelites, he, uh, he parted the Red Sea so that they could pass through. But then when they got to the promised land, he called them to step in the waters first in the Jordan River before the rivers parted. And see, sometimes the Lord will give us right where we can already see. And, and then it's a lot of fun, right, to follow God and to walk by faith, right, when everything is working out. But then there are times where he will ask you to walk by faith and to take him at his word. 
And those are precious, beautiful times in our life because God is doing something awesome. When you and I choose to walk by faith in His Word before we see a harvest, when we sow, when we take in a Word of God that He speaks to us, that the Holy Spirit reveals through the Word, and we put action to it, it activates the harvest. And on the other side of that experience, where we step out in faith, the redemption doesn't come right away. The redemption comes afterwards. And the reason why is that God wants to grow your roots deep, deep, deep in faith to give you a gift. And the gift is called Godfidence. You see, It's easy for me to have confidence when everything is going right, right? When I have the security of seeing, but when I can't see and I have to trust God and take him at his word, that's when it becomes difficult and daunting. But I have found in my journey of loss, and this is what I want to speak to you today, Treasure Tribe. If you will take God at His word, if you will spend time in His word and put action to that word, you will begin to see fruit. And one of the biggest pieces of fruit, yes, the fruit of the Spirit, yes, the fruit of redemption, but don't miss out on the Godfidence that God will give you. See, before, if I have the security of seeing, then I need my outward circumstances to be okay. But when I take God at his word and I step out in faith and I see him come through, there's this beautiful confidence that's birthed within you that says, no matter what happens in my life, as long as I have God, I have everything that I need. And it's not that you'll no longer fear loss again, but you will be aware that you have a solid rock upon which you can stand. Does anybody listening today need Godfidence? Godfidence is believing that God will take care of my needs and acting on that truth. It is seeking the Lord first and letting Him lead me with steps of faith in his word. You know, loss creates a craving for the security of seeing before believing, preventing us from moving forward into our new beginning. Are you like me, how I was? Are you paralyzed from taking a step forward? And oftentimes, it's our attachment over past coping mechanisms or our fear for our future which is governing our choices. And God says, I want you to have Godfidence to seek me just for today and not worry about tomorrow. And one day at a time, one step at a time, I will lead you. My steps of faith will create a pathway. One step will build upon another. And just like when the Lord created this world and he did it in order, right? There was, there before there were plants, there had to be light. Before there were people, there had to be plants. And see, God wants to build Godfidence in you before he can build that harvest. Why? 
so that when you receive the harvest, your faith will not be in the harvest. It won't be in the provision, but it will be in the provider. Is anybody ready today for just a shot of Godfidence in your life? I know that I am. Let's go ahead and open up our nurse scripture this week. This is so exciting because uh, as, as I read this scripture, one of the first things that I see is how Naomi is opening up up her arms to help. Let's dive right in. Verse 1, there was a wealthy and influential man in Bethlehem named Boaz. Entre Boaz, we're glad you're here, who was a relative of Naomi's husband, Elimelech. And so God has set the stage for us, and we, we found at the end of the first chapter that it was a prosperous time in Bethlehem, that it was a harvest time, and that the harvest was good. And then God is introducing Boaz to us, who was a wealthy and influential man. And so there was harvest to be had, but in order for Ruth and Naomi to have the harvest, they would need to heed God's word. You see, God not only provided the harvest, he provided in his word instructions on how they were to get the harvest and how that harvest was protected for them. Back in biblical times, inside of the law, the the Lord commanded people to leave part of the harvest so that widows and orphans and the less fortunate could glean the fields. And so while there was provision of the harvest around and provision inside of the word, don't miss this. It wasn't until Ruth took the word of God by faith and acted upon that word that her harvest was activated. See, sometimes there are seasons for abiding and then there's a season for acting There's a season for receiving a seed, a word from God, and then we've got to put our faith to the word. And and, and don't wait. Don't wait for the, the security of seeing if you've seen it in the word of God and God is calling you to take that step. You can trust him to take it. The first thing that you and I must do to let go of the security of seeing and build confidence is to redirect our focus and to seek the Lord for a seed to sow. Luke 8, 11 tells us that the seed is the word of God. And Matthew 6, 33 says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything that you need. And so Ruth decided to take God at his word and acted upon the word. Um, And our actions will activate the seed. It says, one day Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go out into the harvest to pick up the stalks of grain left behind anyone who is kind enough to let me do it. Naomi replied, all right, my daughter, go ahead. So Ruth went out to gather grain behind the harvesters. And as it happened, she found herself in a field that belonged to Boaz, the relative of her father-in-law, Ruth 2, 2 and 3. And so you and I uh, must seek the Lord. We must ask God through his word to reveal that word to us. And it's not about perfection and following all the laws. It's about, Lord, just for today, what's my step of faith today? Just for this week, give me a word that I can tether my soul to just for today. Are you trying to fix your future? 
by trying to do everything right? Or are you leaning back in the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, just for today, give me a revelation inside of your word and I will put my feet to that word with faith to follow you one day at a time, one step at a time. Be so careful that you don't overcomplicate walking by faith by throwing away the gift of the new covenant. See, the new covenant gave us the Holy Spirit, and that is what allows the change to happen inside of our life. Are you making room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you? Are you spending time in the Word of God so that you may know God's direction for your life? We must stop seeking solutions outside or seeking uh, uh, anything that we, we think that we need or how it should all work out. And let me tell you that God cares about all those things, but Ruth's responsibility was to take the Word of God with faith and put action to that Word, and that's our responsibility too. Would you be willing every day to get up and say, Lord, just for today, I can't fix this. Give me a word. Fall on your face and just ask the word and just ask the Lord for a word. And then once we receive that word, you better get ready to remain undaunted. You better get ready to remain undaunted. The next thing that we see Ruth doing is Ruth diligently working according to God's direction to gather that provision. And the whole time that she's there, you never see anything in the scriptures about her worrying uh, or about her trying to carry responsibilities that are not her own or about the what ifs about the future or the worries about her past or or that, that she's just a note. No, she's all she's focused on is taking God at his word and working that word, remaining undaunted. It says this in Ruth 2 verse 3, while she was there, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you, he said. The Lord bless you, the harvesters said. Then Boaz asked his foreman, who is this young woman over there? Who does she belong to? And the foreman replied, she is the young woman from Moab who came back with Naomi. She asked me this morning if she could gather the grain behind the harvesters. She has been hard at work ever since, except a few minutes rest in the shelter. She's been hard at work. And that Hebrew word is amad, A-M-A-D, and it means to stand. Once you've received a word from the Lord, make no mistake about it. You're going to need to stand on that word and not let the worries of the world or your past or anything else or what's going to happen in the future. You just stand on that word. And did you catch this? The foreman said, she asked me if she could glean. You know, that's another action that she had to take. And some of us, some of us were tied up. And I understand it. I get it in that security of seeing. And God is saying, I want you to experience a deeper miracle. I want you to have the experience of believing before you see, because then on the other side of that, you'll have confidence, you'll have a security that nobody can take from you. Is there anybody today 
and you're going to leave today with a bolder prayer life. You're going to be asking God because he's called you to ask. And, And you know, the Bible says this, that she just happened to find herself in Boaz's fields. That was God's providence. You see, when we take steps of faith, it creates a pathway to God's providence. And we don't have to manipulate others or play favorites or flatter people or, you know, uh, Ruth did none of that. She took God at his word and she acted upon his word. And then God gave her favor in the eyes of Boaz. The next thing that we see, and we see this all throughout the chapter, is that as Ruth was faithful, that God not only gave her favor in the eyes of Boaz, but she did reap a harvest and her harvest continued to multiply. It started out with the gleaning of the fields. And then in verse eight, Boaz said to her, hey, when you're thirsty, you just come over here and get a drink. And then Boaz also said to her, stay with my people and, and put in measures with his employees to protect her. And then he said at mealtime, he called her to the table so that she could eat with Boaz and and drink wine, not just water, but drink wine and just eat their roasted grain. And the Bible says that she ate all she wanted and had some left over. This is the God that provides for you. He takes care of your needs. And in the harvest, you will have leftovers to give to others. And that's exactly what she did. She had leftovers to take home to her mother-in-law. Listen, Ruth was grateful for what she had been given. And sometimes what will happen is we will put parameters and standards of a certain outcome, and it can even be a good godly outcome, right? It can be a good godly outcome. But if we will surrender to the Lord, and part of that is gratitude, Lord, I thank you for what you did today. I don't see, you know, the the final redemption, but I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this reward today. And the positive of that is that we begin to see God's blessings in our life everywhere. And it builds our faith to continue to walk by faith. It builds up that confidence that God will take care of me. And then Boaz goes on to talk about, you know, how he's heard what a good person she's been to Naomi and how she left Moab. And then he says this. Ruth 2.12, may the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, reward you fully for what you have done. I love that Boaz didn't take the credit for himself, but immediately directed her back to the Lord. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And that scripture where it talks about, may the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge, that uh, imagery is repeated in the book of Psalms. And there's a study called Undercover where I go deep into the Psalms that talk about that imagery. And I would highly recommend doing that after this study. But the point that I want to bring out today is that Boaz pointed her back towards the Lord because he is the source of provision. 
And see, when I trade my security for the security of seeing, and I know that God is my provider that puts me in a very healthy place. It allows me to say yes and no with people. It allows me to set boundaries. It allows me to move forward with confidence. And those people who truly love us, and are operating under the direction of the Lord will always, always give to us to give glory to God and not to get anything back. Boaz pointed her to the Lord. In closing today, I want to give you our harvest principle, and I loved it. When I found this scripture, I was so excited to bring it to you today. It is straight from Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 11, verse 4. Farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. Are you waiting for perfect circumstances to step out in faith? Are you waiting, right, to be able to have that security of seeing? And perhaps it is that God has given you a word and he wants you to believe before you see. Are you watching every cloud, the worries of the world, and what if it rains, and what if? Or are you watching and waiting and spending time in God's word every day? And is there something that God has been calling you to do for some time and today is the day where you will step out in faith and do it? It's not about perfection. It's about pursuing Jesus. It's not about getting all caught up in our future. What are we going to do tomorrow? It's just for today, Lord. What is my word for today? And let me water that word with my actions as I take step of faith. And then finally, understand that every step of faith builds on the other. And so the first steps may seem small and insignificant, but they are all a part of God's beautiful design. One where he is using the very loss in your life as his parchment paper to write his story of redemption. Is there a seed that you have, but you've kept it inside of the packet? And perhaps today it's time to plant that seed. For if you never sow, you will never know. And the harvest that God wants to bring into your life, just like he did with Ruth, goes way beyond your redemption. It's about writing God's story of his glory through your life. Mm -hmm.